call these stations. They could be just as much portals. And I had a dream Tuesday morning where I would want to even call these now fountains. Because there's a part of God that he finds, looks for access points. He looks for points to which he can break through. When Noah came into the ark and the flood was to begin to descend upon the earth, the rain, before the rain fell, he broke open the fountains of the deep. So that he was, when God moves by his spirit, he breaks open the fountains, like Isaac redigging the wells of his father. And the wells get contended over. And I had this picture in this dream, and it was a repetitive dream, many different scenarios, much water, and much of the Spirit of God coming, much hunger being created in the hearts of people, longing to meet Jesus, know Jesus, be in his word, study his word. It was just everywhere you would turn. One place we were in a park, and it was soaking wet everywhere. There was like puddles of water, uh, pools of water. You couldn't walk about anywhere without getting wet. And the beautiful thing is, no one cared. They felt like this is part of being in this moment. And he, there was a place where all of a sudden, everyone started breaking forth. Fountains started breaking open. Fountains that had been uh, plugged up for time, now all of a sudden were springing forth fresh new living water, like Jesus spoke of himself, and he spoke of the promise over us to the Samaritan, that they would come out of us a spring of living water bubbling up. So I'm excited about that. And I believe when we set a place to have an encounter, God honors that. He honors our faith, and we can come with expectancy that I'm going to go, like for instance, over here is Holy Spirit infilling. And all the uh, element, uh, middle school, high school that are here with us, you can start over there. It's going to be a place of encounter with Mike and Kristen. But it's, what is the Holy Spirit infilling? It's being filled with the Spirit, fresh and anew. So I go over there, and we're going to do it online. Go anticipate. I want a fresh filling. I want to be refilled. And you say, why do we have to be filled if we already were filled? Because we leak. Right? We just leak. We just need to be refilled. Then the fruit of the Spirit's in that little center. And we're going to, if those of you that are going to be in one of the, hosting one of these areas of prayer, one of these stations, go, go ahead and move your way over there so that you're there and, we, and then everyone will know that they're not going to empty an empty space. There's space. We've been praying all day in the sanctuary and there's been real strong grace coming. So I know these are going to be, these places have been prayed over. So then comes over here is the gifts of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. Yeah, Helen, yeah, make up your circle. Make a nice, you can just pull all those guys in. It's going to be for the channel, the living, living waters, the river of life. Anyway, fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5. Gifts of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 14, 13. Yeah, you can make a little bigger circle. I expect more people, more room. I love this. Messy church. Then grace gifts. That's in Romans 12. We touched on that Sunday morning, and we'll get more into it. It's the motivational gifts, like uh, serving, like prophecy, like giving, like leading, like exhorting, mercy showing. Pardon me? And hospitality. Yeah, way big time. So that's 
That's over here, grace gifts. Jesus' joy is because God just loves to release his joy. And his son is filled with joy. So in his presence is fullness of joy. So go expecting joy. Go expecting grace. Go expecting God's spirit, gifts to operate, fruit of his spirit, Holy Spirit infilling. Here, back a little further, is calling and inheritance. Each of us have been called in and given an inheritance in Christ before time began, before we got saved, before we were born. No one is accidentally brought into the kingdom with an ex without God's foreknowledge and predetermination, and it started before time began. So we put it by the nations because that's all the nations are Christ's inheritance. We are his inheritance. We've been redeemed out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation, kings and priests. So expect something of the, 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 the identity. We're doing a men's meeting. This uh, I'm going to just segue to an advertisement. This Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m., breakfast in the cafe, the best breakfast in all of Camarillo. And then we're going to be in this sanctuary from 8 to 9.30, and we're going to follow. We're going to, we've got testimony. Mike Sherr has got a word to share. But we're also going to look at Abraham and his journey in promised into inheritance. And it's, it's really the most important parts of life are the things that we can't see. And we're going to talk about how promises are given that become inheritances. That's happening uh, here in the sanctuary this Saturday, 7.30, breakfast, 8 o'clock in the sanctuary. It'll be online also. But then we will last, here in the back to our points of contact, is uh, the river of life. There's a, I, I had this experience today. Now, again, multiple things can happen, but I was praying because I'm praying for each of these stations. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm a, I'm immediately go to Ezekiel, I think it's 41, where the river of, of life that comes out from under the altar goes eastward. Then I'm thinking of Revelation 22 and the river of life comes out from the throne. And then I saw this picture that of Jesus on the cross and the centurion places the spear into his side and out from his side comes blood and water, which takes me to 1 John 5. John's the record, records this incident. Many years later, he speaks of there are three on the earth. There are the spirit, the water, and the blood. Now the water speaks of always God's word, and the blood speaks of what is atoned for us and the remission of our sins. And all of a sudden, I saw the fountain of Jesus bringing that life, both the atonement and the water of the word. And he's now washing us with the water of the word. So I got, I just like, I just stood there and go, Lord, there's so much here. That's how things like stations open the door for uh, encounters and activations. So it's a part of going with the Lord. Don't just, don't wait, don't, some, yes, there's people to pray for you and there's things to touch into, but, but let, let the Lord take hold of whatever he wants to do. You're, you have permission to laugh. You have permission to cry. You have permission to just sit and stare in wide-eyed joy of expectancy. Let God influence us and let God's activation 
take over, and I think we're all going to come alive. And my vision is before the end of this summer, everyone in the room tonight are going to be the ministers for a whole bunch of new people that are coming to receive life because they're longing for life. We carry life. Just this, this, this young, the smallest believer is greater than John the Baptist in the kingdom of God. So we're here to activate tonight. So if you'll allow me, I'm going to release a prayer. Worship will continue. And then I will go and journey with the, our, our family at home. And we're just going to continue into this encounters, multiple encounters. So dear Heavenly Father, we say we want to experience Jesus Christ in our lives in all of the places of scriptural experiences that the church has been given in the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the speaking in tongues with the fruit of the Spirit that causes us to abound in that love and joy and peace with the gifts of the Spirit, where there can be workings of miracles, gifts of healing, discerning of spirits, where we can have tongues and interpretations and prophecy, in the uh, whole abundance of the motivations where you have placed within us grace that moves us in serving or in prophecy or in hospitality or in, in, in um, the whole mercy and exhortation and teaching and leading. Activate us. Activate us. You've already given these things to us. Activate us. Lord, in the river of life, we, we want that river of life to flow out of our belly because that's where you prophesied the river of life would flow in the earth is from the belly and the center cavity of the believers. Praise you. And Lord God, joy. Oh Lord, we declare that every test is meant to be met with joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures before, beyond imagination. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we receive in this time together callings to be awakened. Inheritances to be spoken and promise over us. Scriptures to be brought to our remembrance as well as new things being shown us in the first time. So here we are. We receive from you this night the activation. Begin now and move us through these places, encounters as you will and for your riches of your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, so begin movement. You can go where God's leading you. There's no set order, no set time. And just be there present. Uh, we're going to start with the song of worship. I've got to run into one little detail. Uh, some of you will be very happy. I'm going to turn the air conditioning back on. And then I'll catch up with the online audience. So let's start worshiping. Who is like you? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, awesome in all his deeds. Who is like you, O Lord? Who is like you? 
majestic in holiness, awesome and glorious deeds. Who can contain the depths of your love? Who can explain your marvelous works, your wondrous ways? Who can contain? on demand later but where you are the river of life is flowing in Ezekiel in Revelation in, in the book of Acts or John 7 everywhere the river flows life comes so receive the river of life receive the stream of, of God's life it flows from his altar from his throne and out of your belly drink Often it begins with just a drink. Drinking in the spirit is an interesting idea because it has to do with a conversation. The Lord kind of puts in, uh, and he speaks with emotions, he speaks with imagery, he speaks with words. But most of the time, it's things that are, they could be abstract, but if you, as you learn to listen, you go, no, no, I, this is, caught my attention I'm going to kind of go with that so just take a moment and let life flow future yeah you have a hope spirit of God I just declare right now that you would flow into this home to this heart to these your beloved <laughs> love life light joy clarity brilliance it's just like all of a sudden we're out of a sewage of conflicts, struggles and troubles, and all of a sudden, instead now there's a, a lift and a, and a giving. Let, it, let the awakening take place. Let the, let the hope. And if you speak in tongues, go ahead. Speaking in tongues activates our spirit and our language, quiets our mind and our understanding. And the next thing you know, we are beginning to have the old outflowing. So I'm going to speak in tongues. If you have never spoken in tongues, I'll pray for you right now, and we'll get it again at the end filling. <laughs> 
It's like, come on, come on, rivers, river flow. Let the river flow. It's like an artesian well when it's bubbling up inside. It bubbles up and it lifts us up and we, we ascend into our, into a better, into agreement with Jesus, into his promises, into the life and the flow of the Spirit, to the water of the Word. And then the river starts flowing when it begins to be out. So we can then extend that prayer to touch the people we love. Lord, let the river flow to my son, my daughter, my husband, my wife. Go ahead. Let it flow. Let it be seen and let it flow. And as we let it flow, we'll go back into worship for a moment. abstract and concrete because the calling is first and foremost into sonship we're called as a son Jesus came out of the abyss by saying you are my son today I've begotten you but it's sonship with purpose when God spoke to Moses he said I've known you by name the word name means a name that gives identity to who you are and where, why you are where you are so Sonship has purpose. And inheritance comes through promise. When God gave promise, it was through faith. And he received the inheritance of the promise through patience. It's a journey. That's what we're going to do on, on tomorrow, on Wednesday, on Saturday morning. Is how do we do that journey? But close your eye. Well, you don't have to close your eyes. Listen, listen into your spirit. There, what was the first scripture God ever gave you or that ever came alive that first seemed to lift your heart to believe? Maybe it was the one you underlined. Maybe it was a message you heard. Maybe it was when you were very young. Father, I ask the Holy Spirit to come and bring remembrance to each of us, the promise, the beginning of that journey of calling and inheritance. Yes, Lord, you're doing it. It can be a, it could be an idea. The first time the Lord spoke to me, it came as me sharing with a youth pastor what I desired to do with my life. And I said, I want to spend the rest of my life helping people find Jesus. And it was a sincere calling into my, my ministry, but I didn't really know. It was just a desire. So it can be all of those things. Go ahead. It could be very developed now. Or it could have been a train wreck the thing about gifts and callings of God they are not re without repentance I don't know every minister in the Bible started with an idea that God gave them and failed miserably in their effort and then ultimately saw God's fulfillment 
in his promise because it was his ability, not theirs. So if you're, if you're dead to promises, dreams, inheritances, then let's pause for a moment again and let God do what only God can do and not un, undo God's ability. It's, his ability is way beyond. So in the name of Jesus, I release by the Spirit of God's intercession the calling of God on your life. Called into sonship. Called into conformity into the likeness of the firstborn among many brethren. I release the calling that accompanies justification that leads us into the glorification and the inheritance, the purpose for which we have been brought into the body of Christ, given to us by the Father, predestined before time began. Activate. Scriptures begin to formulate. Not a formula, but just begin to come together and allow us to have a sense that this is who I have been placed in Christ, who I am, who I'm called to be, and my inheritance in Him. Go ahead. Meditate in that as we worship some more. Go on to the next station. love the sound of that. Jesus joy. When I was first saved, I would be a praise leader. I'd have a, my guitar and I'd get so caught up in the joy of the Lord that I'd start jumping up and down. <clears throat> and I'd jump up and down. First time my wife Cammy saw me, she was came to a Bible study. It was a big old coffee house, 10, 12 guitar players sitting on a stage. And I got so excited. I was so thrilled with this salvation. I put my guitar down, started jumping up and down with all my might. And she thought in herself, this is the craziest person I ever met. I, I still think that's when the Lord decided we were going to get married. <laughs> but but I, they used to call me a, jump, a, a Jesus jumper, a jumper for joy. And I wrote a song, I'm jumping for joy in Jesus. Been born again, been filled with the Spirit. I'm jumping for joy in Jesus. Because Jesus is this, it says he has been he has been crowned or he has been anointed with the oil of gladness above all of his companions, above every created being, 
above every living body of Christ. He is the most joyful because he's victorious. He's, he's come out of the grave. He's sorrowed, now he's into the joy. He's paid the price. So have you. So in the name of Jesus, release the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. Release, I release, I release the joy of Jesus to just rise up in the in your heart, in the middle of the moment, no matter where or what's happening. Joy is not dependent on circumstances. It is independent of the circumstance because it's dependent upon Jesus and his victory. So in Jesus' name, arise, joy arise, joy arise. That's why we can say rejoice in the Lord. It means rejoice, joy again, joy again, joy again. So in the name of Jesus, I declare the joy of the Lord to come alive, to rise up, and to impact you. And if in, in any of these stations, you can, God connects with you, just stay connected to him. We're going through them all the stations, but more importantly is you go with him. Because I don't know if the joy moment is going to break off a depression, discouragement, or sorrow. So you don't want to ever feel like you got to keep up with us or I keep up with you. Holy Spirit's leading. So in Jesus' name, rejoice. And again I say, rejoice. Just pulling up the scriptures we're here at the grace gifts and that's found in romans 12 probably the least known of the gifts but you'll see in a moment it's very clearly a grace that's given to us so I believe grace gifts and i do they're they're actually part of us before we even get saved so it's not something and and you might say to yourself and we'll talk about this in sunday a bunch Grace gifts aren't something I'm trying to be, <laughs> but more often something I try not to be. It's just kind of the way I get into how I approach life. And so I want to read this. It says, for I say, Romans 12, 3, for I say, though the grace, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. We don't ever self-elevate, think, oh, I... But to think soberly is God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, 
but all members do not have the same function. So this is where the separate distinctions come. It says, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. And it says, if prophecy, let us prophesy in the proportion of our faith. Prophecy in a very simplest way is that we see into the heart of things. We, we're heart motivated, and that's why faith is so important. It's, it's conscience. It's uh, not violating our conscience before God. So it's a lot about faith and the heart issues, and we have to stay inside of our faith. Let us uh, if it's um, ministry or serving, which is one of the predominant gifts in the body because there's so much of that needed. It's like the, do it in serving. So if you are one who sees a need, then God says because he gives you the eyes to see, then that's a gift to go serve. And we'll talk about downfalls and pitfalls, but just the activation of these exhorting or teaching teaching you love the you love to study the scripture and you love the journey of learning and you love to, to give the information that you're learning with others it could be your teacher in school a lot of these transfer into life careers and and the way we just kind of respond in life's challenges and helping people then he says in exhortation we should continue on our exhortation exhortation is where we pick people we just we just have a natural desire to pick people up we don't want to leave them in their discouragement and we can see the victory that's just in front of them we know that if you just don't stop you're going to come to the other side so there comes this activation of um of seeing the best in someone calling their future forward uh challenging them not to quit uh, we're all called to all of these ministries, but some of us are just natural exhorters. We just, we just are cheerleaders. We're just telling people, hey, you know, you fell down. No, you're on your way up. We just see optimism and positive, and that is a great gift of grace. Giving is to be matched with liberality. Givers are, they're just, they see the value of using finance and resource in the kingdom. Often they find that they accumulate resources. They're just good with moving money. But it has to flow with liberality because you're, you have the possibility of becoming stingy and controlling with the gifting of the, of the, of the liberality, of the, of the giving. And so each of these gifts, we'll touch on this on Sunday, have uh, an exhortation or, ch or a charge so we stay engaged. And it all flows in love. It all flows in love and not control. He who leads with diligence. We can, when we lead, it's like taking, we see, the, we see what needs to get done and we start to take the lead. Others, we might be frustrated, someone else doesn't see it, but it's really a gift that God is allowing us to see something and we're supposed to lead and stay diligent in it. And then lastly, showing mercy. Oh, we need this in the body. Mercy showers. It's it's that empathy it's that desire to pick up and hold and give compassion but it can be drained and the next thing you know we're no longer cheerful in the giving of the mercy 
So the charge is stay in mercy with cheerfulness, stay in giving with liberality, stay in leading with diligence. It's, it's that call. So I want to now just ask the Father to just un, uh, unveil again that gifting, that motivation, that grace. But every one of us was given this, Father, in Jesus Christ before time began. I'm asking you to release it now and renew it now and create our imagination allow us just to be kind of prompted to look at and consider and go, wow, I think that is indeed. Maybe I am moved in that way. And to have the freedom to dream. When I was first learning my motivation, my gifting, I went all over the place. I visited everyone. I knew for right off the bat some of them weren't who I was. But it took me a, a bit of time. So no hurries, no worries. It's all good. God's going to make it yours. Just stay open and stay imagining. And then read uh, Romans 12 a few times before Sunday, and you'll, you'll be set for an encounter in Jesus' name. Yeah. Who can contain the depths of your love? Who can explain your marvelous works, your wondrous ways? Who can the depths of your love who can explain your marvelous works your wondrous ways spirit I want to pull them up again again they can be uh, daunting in the feeling like well I don't know where I fit in that but here's the cool thing about them. they're the gifts of Holy Spirit they're not my gifts and they're given to bless the body of Jesus Christ and they're administered by the Holy Spirit and it's a matter of a growing faith and we start to learn like prophecy the simplest of all gifts is 
Well, speaking in tongues would be the simplest because it's, it comes uh, with the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit gives us a language like on the day of Pentecost to speak in other tongues. Let's work on that one right now. So when I have received the Holy Spirit, I can now choose to use that gift anytime I choose. Not necessarily with the message for someone else, but for the personal prayer life. So I'm going to pray for every one of us again. If you've asked the Holy Spirit, we simply say, Jesus, I believe you are the Lord. I confess you as my Lord. I, I receive you in my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Just say, fill me with your Holy Spirit, Jesus. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Jesus. And give me the prayer language that I want, that you want me to have, so I can speak in other tongues as you give me the ability. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, fill me with the Spirit. With your authority of your great name, I receive the Holy Spirit and the speaking in tongues now in Jesus' name. So go ahead. Now we begin to praise Him. And then we praise Him. Say, I love you, I thank you, I bless you, I acknowledge who you are, what you're doing, I rejoice in what you're saying, and now let's just speak in other tongues. Another language comes not from our mind, we don't conjure the words up, we just start opening our mouth, we let our tongue flow, and sound come out, and God gives and releases the language. Yes, in Jesus' name, be filled with the Spirit, speak in other tongues. The first time you do it, you feel like, whoa, I'm kind of wobbly. This feels kind of weird. Your brain might be saying, I don't know what's happening. But over time, you, you become much more comfortable in the flow of a language that's bubbling up from my spirit, not from my soul. And is perfect language in praise, perfect in prayer. And God is using it. Prophecies like that, too. We start being exalting the name of Jesus or blessing someone or praying the best over someone. Praying in the positive will often release God's exhortation, edification, his comfort toward the individual. It can happen while I'm praying for someone, they never hear it. It can happen while I'm praying for you, you do hear it. So there are these nine gifts. They're power gifts like uh, miracles, healings, and uh, uh, faith. There are gifts of communication, like prophecy, tongues and interpretation. And there's gifts of like, of what I would say discernment, where you can do discerning of spirits, uh, word of wisdom, which is a piece of God's future information he wants you to have, or a word of knowledge is a piece of information that God has that he wants you to be able to share. Like I, uh, you might feel like, oh, did you have trouble when you were growing up did you get did your parents get a divorce you don't know the person that would be like a word of knowledge word of wisdom would be like I believe that God's about to open a door that's 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 a possibility that you to walk through and you, you're going to be okay with doing that they're generalities for all of us as basic believers but we can all do it we can all prophesy and then there's specifics that start to get a little larger than that so in Jesus' name, I release and ask for the activation of the gifts of the Spirit in each of us to come alive where we are and to give us the new sound. The tongues will come and prophecy will show up in our prayer, in our praise, and in praying for one another. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll be back in a moment.
of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the very nature of who God is, the very essence. It's what the tree grows, the tree of life. God is love, therefore the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are not disciplines I'm supposed to, you know, strain at to be, like to be a Christian. I used to think that, honestly. And I never even could enjoy them because I don't know about you, but that's not, that's a lot of stress to try to be all those things. But then I started, I realized that this is the fruit of Holy Spirit. And if I walk or abide or move toward God and rest inside Holy Spirit, these are his, this is his, who he is. This is how he feels, how he is moving toward humanity, moving toward me. And so then the love that he has pouring into my heart, that love I can first receive then later it starts to flow out of me because I'm abiding, because then I bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you'll bear much fruit. Well, what fruit? Fruit of Holy Spirit, for sure. The, this is kind of the insulation of life in Christ. Without these beautiful substance, we... We just get sucked into the vortex of conflict and stress. And the opposite of the fruit of the Spirit is the works of the flesh. We can be at the same objective, one reaching it with the works of the flesh, the other with the fruit of the Spirit. The works of the flesh will produce all manner of evil, even though you're seeking to bring about a good outcome. The fruit of the Spirit will cause not just the outcome of God to be accomplished in rest, in growing life, but, but it'll also be that buffer so that if we're in the midst of 
evil, we won't be overcome with the evil, but we can overcome the evil with goodness. If we're in the midst of strife, we cannot be engaged into the strife, but we can walk inside of that gentleness. And it's just, it's just amazing. So I want to really pray. Dear Father, as you opened the door about 12 years ago to me to live in the fruit of the Spirit, to partake, to eat, I bring my friends to come into an, an encounter with the fruit of the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, and to be fed and, and eat of, to take and partake of love and joy again. There we go. Peace. Long-suffering. All oh, to suffer long. You are the long, most long-suffering one we know is God. And then all oh, the gentleness and the kindness and the goodness and the faithfulness and self-control. All of it. All of it. Big fruit salad in God. Just let Him baptize you. You encounter these. It will touch you emotionally. You will feel God's joy and his long-suffering. And it'll extend to the one you're having trouble with, suffering long with. But you, And all of a sudden, it's not that hard because it's now being carried by Holy Spirit. So let him come in Jesus' name. Spirit infilling, of course. This is a forever. This is an everyday prayer moment. Really, one of the fruits of prayer and the, and the word is that the Spirit of God fills me afresh, fills me with fruit, fills me with gifts, fills me, awakens my callings, gate, grace, causes joy to erupt, affirms intercession, my calling, my inheritance, and. He is, the baptism is the river of life that flows out of our belly. So take a moment before we have to say goodbye. But, but draw, breathe, receive. Even if you can, just imagine yourself falling into the river of life, drinking of the Spirit of God, letting Him fill you, fill you. I need Him. Without him, I have no boldness. I have no com confidence. I can't do anything without Holy Spirit. Jesus wouldn't let the, his disciples go to be wit his witness until they were filled with the Spirit to get the power to witness. So we need him. Holy Spirit, we welcome and return and drink, breathe, and allow that infilling to take place. When I think of the Holy Spirit infilling, 
I let him pour into me. And I received him pouring, 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 pouring into me. Pouring. <laughs> He's pouring into you. Just receive. Receive the Holy Spirit. Drink of the Holy Spirit. Drink of the Spirit. Drink. Drink the living waters. Drink of this awakening conversation is life. He's here. He's filling you. I declare, I've heard the Lord say to five people that tomorrow is going to be a day where the power of God's will rest in your work, upon you at work. That joy will be strength, will meet you in the morning where despair might have been yesterday. That there's going to be an illumination because we spent this time together in the presence of God intentionally. That there's going to be a carryover. And your prayer is going to come alive. And the Bible reading, your Bible reading, go to the scriptures there and read them. Even if you haven't been a part of it, read the first two chapters. We're, I think, in finishing up Mark and finishing up Corinthians. And just watch illumination, revelation. It's here. He's here. He's going to do a mighty work this week. And tomorrow you're going to note it. And God bless you. We'll be together Sunday. If join us in church. Otherwise, online and next week we'll, we're going to go into the glory and the love of God and we're going to open up another series of portal stations fountains and we'll walk together I love doing this with you I hope it's a blessing to you let me know God bless you we'll be together in Jesus name and I'm going to say goodbye to everybody so we'll, we'll be in a moment together drink come on and drink want to release a blessing. We've hit 8, 7.30, and we want to honor the line, online family, and if you're engaged, and there's ministry going, we can continue. Uh, 7.30 this Saturday, men, please join me for breakfast here, the best breakfast in Camarillo, and 8 o'clock, we will engage in those worship and be finished by 9.30. We're going to gain the discipline not nothing hard it's learning more about walking through the journey and not engage disengaging about coming into our inheritance i think it's going to be very insightful and very empowering because god does everything based on inheritance you can't go out of your inheritance and once you start to grasp resting in it then you go okay i'm i'm i'm, I'm here this is my calling this is my place and it comes to promise and it transforms us so we're just going to have a great time thank you everybody online thank you everybody in in the house what i i've felt the the sense of, of transference and, and releasing and 
and imparting. Next week, we're going to go into glory and love, the glory of his love. It's going to be, I believe, a very, very, again, activating part of this body of Christ coming alive, living members, Jesus Christ being seen in his living church. You, me, every member, every one of us, vitally important. And I declare over all of us in this house, all the children back at Superbooks and the nursery and the youth, I declare right now that what God birthed and released and stirred up and activated will now will, will, will be experiential in our life tomorrow and, and in our reading of our scriptures and in our prayer and in our work and in our family relations and it will grow and increase until we are even gathered together this Sunday and this Sunday is going to be awesome. So grace and peace, rest and refreshing. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, thank you for pour, being poured out because of Jesus, our high priest, having received the anointing and giving it over unto us. In Jesus' name, grace and peace to you. Amen.